What's good, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with Locked On Wizards. Today, we are going to scout Kaysen Wallace and Nick Smith Jr. of Arkansas. We're going to kind of look at would they fit here in D.C.? Could we acquire them at our pick level? And how successful could they be in D.C.? Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with Locked On Wizards. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the, lock, the code Locked On NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And today we are going to go over two-point guard prospects and Casey Wallace and Nick Smith Jr. Obviously point guard is should be the point of emphasis going to the offseason for the Washington Wizards but the question has been for this organization especially with a new president of basketball operation and a potential new GM is would we be better letting a rookie run point guard so our starting point guard that is or letting a veteran come in but there are intriguing prospects in the NBA draft this season uh this offseason and whether we go with a veteran or we go with a young guy, I believe that a veteran should lead this group, but we should also draft a young point guard for the future. And uh, Casey Wallace and Nick Smith are both intriguing point guard prospects that should be available at our draft level at the eighth pick, even though both of them are rated later. So, you know, trade back candidates, maybe, but let's get into it. We're going to start with Casey Wallace out of the University of Kentucky. Now, he is a 6'3 point guard. Now, he can play the two guard, but he features predominantly at point guard. 6'3, 195 pounds out of the University of Kentucky. Now, looking at his stats from his previous season in NCAA, he averaged around 11.7 points a game, 3.7 rebounds a game, 4.3 assists, and he shot roughly 34.6% from three. So let's get into his stats before we get into the individual traits of what I see in him as a prospect. Well, I mean, points, you know, as a point guard, he averages around 11.7, rounded up to 12. So it's not bad for a playmaking, defending, pass-first point guard. Now, if you look at his three-point shot, you know, your league average is around 35%. So shooting 34.6%, he can shoot the three-point shot. Now, can he get better? Obviously, but his three-point shot is still a pretty good percentage. Um, looking at rebounds, you know, if you look at a couple guards that we already have on the roster and Jordan Goodwin and Johnny Davis, guess the young guys, but one thing they both excel at are as guards is rebounding. I love rebounding guards. I love anybody who can rebound. You know, there's it's such a good trait to rebound. You keep in possession in the hands of your team. And it's just, and when you can get a guard who can rebound at a high level, I love it. I love it. Um, assists around 4.3. So pass first. Yes. You want to see assist numbers go up. So that kind of tells me he, you know, he can't put the ball on the floor. He can't score a little bit. So I do, you know, if he's going to be a featured point guard, I want to see the assist numbers go up. But get into the traits I like about Casey Wallace, man. I mean, again, obviously, because out of Kentucky, I'm a big Kentucky guy. But, you know, he is a playmaking defender. He can playmake. He can't create for others. But the name of the game for him, and I think what really fits for the Washington Wizards, looking at him as a draft prospect, is the fact that he can defend. You know, we need a point guard who can defend. Monte Morris. You know, while he came in, he did his job. 
you know, was he ever really considered to be the long-term answer at point guard for the Wizards? I don't think so. Um, obviously, his size, he's, some, he's a smaller guard. You know, on the defensive end, he was a liability at times. You know, if you look at Casey Wallace or Kassan Wallace, depending on how you say his name, um, you know, at 6'3", 195 pounds, he has a little bit of weight and height to row with some taller guards. Now, if you're looking at guards like SGA, you know, you you, are, you have guards in the league are a little taller, but he has proven that he can stick with these bigger guards. Um, a physical defender. Again, you know, you look at his size. He can defend. You know, he's physical defender. He gets to people's face. I loved his defensive prowess, man. You know, and that continues what seems, seems to be a trend in D.C. with scrappy guards. Looking at, you know, Jordan Goodwin, DeLon Wright. You know, he fits the mold of a scrappy guard that we like in, here in D.C. Because even if you look at John Wall, you know, you, you know, he was a defensive guy. You know, he was very underrated defensively. You know, you look at Russell Westbrook the one year here. He's a very scrappy point guard. So he fits the mold of a scrappy point guard. And that's what we love, what we expect here in D.C. And three, his passing and his ball handling. You know, his passing and his ball handling, you know, I get it, 4.3 assists a game, but I think the potential for him is with his passing and his ball handling. You should see those numbers go up, especially if he starts. Now, obviously, you know, me and E, we're going to get into the offseason, whether, you know, obviously we have a new president of basketball operations and we have a potential new GM who is eventually going to be hired. So the, over, the, the official direction of the team is still murky. It has not been laid out yet, but I believe that even if, we rebuild, retool, or decide to run it back, bringing in a young point guard who can, A, contribute off the bench, and, two, push Jordan Goodwin and DeLon Wright for minutes and really push them. And, three, you know, even if we rebuild, you know, Casey Wallace, Kassan Wallace, he can come in and he can start, and you can see those assist numbers go up. I love him as a prospect. Um, now, obviously, with this draft, you know, every scouting video we do, is it's tough to really – determine draft position where these guys are going to go because i've seen uh case and wallace go anywhere from 10 to 15 um nick smith jr who we're going to talk about in a little bit he has gone anywhere from 12 to 25 so and if you even if you look at the top 10 in this draft you know cam whitmore is a name that i brought up you know to me would be a great target for the wizards but he's been rumored to go anywhere from four to eight to ten i mean it's just it, it really depends on the needs for the teams obviously if you look at the top 10 charlotte do they go get school henderson when they already got lamella ball there's a question you know when you look at portland with dane do they get scoot do they rebuild there's a lot of questions going into the offseason before we can really determine where a lot of these guys best fit as far as draft needs of teams in that draft slot so but casey wallace man you know i, I definitely think that if we miss out on anthony black can Whitmore or even Hendricks, man, you got to consider Casey Wallace, man, because I think that, you know, he fits that University of Kentucky mold of John Wall. You know, he's a guy who can pass, he can ball handle, he can defend. And, you know, a lot of those Wizards fans are spoiled. <laughs> John Wall spoiled us when you're Russell. So I think Casey Wallace would be a great addition, not only for this team, if they decide to run it back with Bill, Coos, and KP, but I believe in a rebuild, he's a floor general who can be that cornerstone other franchise that we can develop and really turn him into the point guard of the future. So I'm very high on Casey Wallace. I think he has very, very, very high upside. So, you know, overall, you know, defending, passing, ball handling, I think he fits the mold for D.C. So we're going to get into Nick Smith Jr. of, excuse me, the University of Arkansas. But before we do, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Now, I'm a big sports guy. I love going to the games. If I'm not going to Nats 
Orioles games or minor league games during baseball season. Basketball season is the Wiz, the Capital City Go-Go, you know, college hoops in the area, football commanders, defenders. So I'm always looking for tickets and I'm looking for tickets at, you know, a discount price because they can get pricey, even if you add in parking. So buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer deals or last minute tickets and their breast price guarantee. You can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you are going to have. Forget about planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and a lot more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price guaranteed. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Let me repeat that 110% of the difference. Get images of your seat before you buy, which is big. So you know exactly where you expect to, to arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the codes Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Get last minute tickets at the lowest price, guaranteed. And tomorrow, uh, thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Every day, tomorrow on the show, we are going to go over. Ooh, let me look. Jarius Wal- uh, Walker and Derek Lively. And then uh, we're going to get into Grady Dick and Keontae George this week. So we're going to do this week leading up to the draft. We're going to do a lot of scouting prospects. Uh, so obviously today we're going to get in- back into it. Today we are going over point guards, which again should be a point of emphasis for the Washington Wizards this offseason. Now we, we covered Casey Wallace or Kassan Wallace. <laughs> I've heard both. So I'm definitely going to look into it to see the correct way because I want to butcher brother man's name. Um, but Nick Smith Jr., you know, has you know he started out as a kind of at the top, and due due to an injury this last season, his name has dropped down the draft board. Now Nick Smith Jr. coming out of Arkansas, six five, combo guard, can play the one and the two, 185 pounds though. So you know, looking at his stat line, he averaged around 12 and a half points a game, 1.7 assists a game. 1.6 rebounds and shot 33.8% from three point. Now, you know, looking at that, you know, the three things I like about Nick Smith Jr. You know, one, he's a scorer. Now, 12 point, 12 and a half points. You know, if you look at the fact that he played alongside Anthony Black, that took a kind of a hit. Um, he played a lot of two guard with Anthony Black. And, you know, obviously that his assist numbers took a hit looking around 1.7. So he's more of a combo guard. Now, would I be against getting him if, in fact, we traded back? Because I don't, I think that at eight, we're kind of, you know, he, he's more of a late round guy, you know. So if he's available in late rounds, if we decide to trade back into the first round and we pick up a wing and pick up Nick Smith Jr., I would not be disappointed. But here's the thing, you know, at 6'5, he has some height. He's more of a two guard than he is a one guard, even though he's played both in college. 185, I think he needs to add a little weight, but he is a combo guard, you know, in the mold of Monte Morris, Spencer Dibbity. You know, obviously the Wizards have tried the last couple of years, try to turn combo guards into starting point guards. You know, like I just said, Spencer Dibbity, Monte Morris, and it hadn't exactly worked. They have played decent, but they aren't that cornerstone that we're used to in the mold of a John Wall or a Russell Westbrook or even a Gilbert Arenas, depending on how far you want to go back. But he is a scorer. You know, 12 and a half points, especially, you know, 
sharing about court with Anthony Black, you know, he he can score. He can slash. Doesn't you know that's second thing I like about him. He's a slasher. You know, when we think about slashers on this team. We think of you know, um, ah oh man, Corey Kispert. Man's a long day, y'all. Corey Kispert. So you know, slashing your scoring ability. But here's the biggest thing about Nick Smith, man, is that he needs to be developed. You know, like I said, he's more of a combo guard. He's kind of underweight, in my opinion, especially if you look at the fact that Kasan Wallace is 195 at 6'3", whereas Nick Smith's at 6'5 and 185. So I believe that if he really wants to hang with the two guards, even the point guards in this league defensively, he's got to add a little weight to compete in the NBA. Because, look, the guards are getting taller. They're getting stronger. They're getting faster. It's a whole new game. It's like the NFL now. It's like your defensive ends now are running good 40 times. They're, they're not only just strong, but they're fast. It's a whole new NBA game. So, you know, guarding ones and twos, you need a guy who's going to be able to defend and who's going to be able to have that strength to defend, cut people off, push them to the baseline. So I think that's, you know, one area he needs to work on is his strength training. Um, but obviously he needs to be developed. Now, you know, look at the options for this all season. Like I said, we can only speculate at this point, you know, where the Wizards could go if they rebuild you know, would I be comfortable handing Nick Smith Jr. the keys to the offense? Nah, I think he needs to be developed. I think that, you know, in order to draft him, two things need to happen. One, the, this front office, his ownership needs to say, look, we're running the back. Are we retooling? You know, we're going to try to get a veteran point guard in here to run this veteran core. And if we go ahead and pick up maybe a wing in the draft, trading back in the first round and grabbing Nick Smith, I had no problem with that, developing him molding him into the future point guard, but I don't think he's ready to start right away. I think out of all the point guard prospects we have talked about so far, you know, I think Anthony Black is more to shoe in to come in and start right away. But then again, I'm going I'm to reiterate the fact that I, th I really believe that for this team to be successful going forward, if we indeed run it back or retool is to bring in a veteran point guard to one leaders, veteran core of Bradley, Bill, Kyle Kuzma, and Christopher Zingas, but two, to be a mentor and to help with the development of a younger point guard. But if we, if we indeed rebuild, then obviously Anthony Black, Kate, you know, Cassandra Wallace would be good candidates to start and on the rebuilding team. But Nick Smith, I think that's, you know, just for the behoovement of his career, for the, the advancement of his career, I think it's best that he sits on the bench and he learns behind somebody. I mean, even if in a rebuilding team, start him out on the bench, develop him. He needs to be developed. But, He's high upside. He can score. He can slash. He just needs to work on his strength, and he needs to be properly developed. So he may be a guy that you know we could pick up again if we trade into the first round, or if he, you know, if for some reason he drops to the second round, he could be a good candidate to pick up in the second round to develop and really mold him to be the future of this team. So, you know, looking at both of these guys, we have a lot of options. We have a lot of options in this draft and this free agency because again. We don't exactly know what the direction is, what the vision is going forward, but we have a lot of options. We have a lot of options. This draft is loaded. So, you know, point guard, whether, again, you know, whether we decide to run it back with this current core to retool a little bit or to rebuild, there's, a, you know, there are prospects in this draft at the point guard position that can either help in the, in, you know, immediately or in the future. So I definitely think that regardless what the vision is of this team going forward, we need to look at adding a point guard for the future regardless so you know that that's where i'm at y'all these are the two prospects that i covered today um we're gonna i'm gonna go over the nba finals as you know or should know the nba finals are set and the denver nuggets and 
as are representing the Western Conference and the Miami Heat representing the Eastern Conference. And so we're going to get into uh, real quick the NBA Finals and who do I predict to win it overall? So let's t- let's take a look into it before we roll today. Now the NBA Finals start Thursday, June first, and it is in Denver at eight thirty, where they'll be hosting the Miami Heat. Now Denver and Miami, woo, wow, what a what a playoffs. I mean, Denver, I, I would be lying if I didn't think that I wanted to see Denver in the NBA Finals. I, you know, for multiple reasons. You know, one, I'm tired of seeing the same teams all the time. You know, I want to see, you know, Denver's, you know, all their pieces came together at the right time this year. You know, Michael Board Jr. has always had injury issues, but he proved when healthy, he's a sniper. You know, I think that Murray, Jamal Murray, you need, people need to put some respect on his name because he's a point guard. You know, he's really pushing himself into top 10 point guard in the league area right now you know he's he's in a very intriguing point guard who you know he's very highly slept on and then you know Jokic, man for some reason he has won two mvps and for some reason people sleep on the guy i think he's just he, he's getting exactly what he deserves i think his work has brought him to this point and denver is heavy favorites right now in, in the betting game obviously but miami you cannot you can't write off miami jimmy butler and his heart, that dog in him, man. You can't help but the respect and love Jimmy Butler because he's got that dog in him that, you know, he, they're, they're never out. You know, he comes in, he he changes the game, man. You know, he really changes the game for Miami. So it's, it's, it's tough to really pinpoint which way to go. But if I'm going to predict who I think wins the NBA Finals, it's going to be seven games Denver. Denver wins in, game, in seven games. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be highly, highly watching. It's going to be, it's going to be a good one, man. You know, say Jimmy Butler, you cannot write him and, and Bam Adebayo off. You just can't write off Miami. But you know, to me, Denver has too many weapons. So definitely, let me know what you guys think in the comments, and uh, definitely let me know what your prediction are for the NBA Finals and who wins it overall. So we uh, again, I'm gonna reiterate um, before we roll today. Uh, today we covered scouting Hassan Wallace and Nick Smith Jr. Both of them very high upside. But Kassan Wallace is more of a guy who could probably come in and start, but he does need a little work. But Nick Smith Jr. is a prospect who, yes, he needs to be developed, but I think that if he really properly developed the guy, he can be the point guard of the future in the DMV. So we are going to go ahead and roll the day, guys. Like I said, we are going to do a lot of draft scouting this week. Um, and obviously on Wednesday we have Capital Crossover Podcast. So we are going to be chopping up about the offseason and the draft with them. So definitely tune in, man, because the offseason can be a little slow, but leading up to the draft and offseason and the free agency, it's going to get exciting, and you're going to see a really crazy Wizards offseason because there's going to be a lot of moving pieces overall in the NBA period. So, again, appreciate you guys tuning in today. So thank you for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every single day. Every day is tomorrow. We are going to cover Jairus Walker and Derek Lively of Duke. And can they fit in D.C.? Can they contribute right away? Or are they pieces that need to be developed? So definitely appreciate y'all today. And peace. Hail to the Wizards. And everybody, take care.